The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Thursday, October 12th. Right now, we are previewing Jaguars vs. Colts, a week one rematch in week six of the 2023 regular season. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville since before you were born. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, they have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. It's such a bizarre and wild streak. The Jaguars have not been excellent during that time span. Obviously, they've had a couple good years, and they're on the uptick now with Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and company. But unbelievable streak. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. The Jaguars, earlier this year in Week 1, they won in Indianapolis, breaking another bizarre streak. But they were able to win up there by 10 points despite allowing a Colts defensive touchdown. Was not the best performance by the Jaguars overall, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But they were able to get the win against the Colts. Uh, the Colts have improved since the start of the season, I think, since week one. They've definitely grown under Shane Steichen with Anthony Richardson. But they will not have Anthony Richardson for about a month at least. He will not be available for them in this one. Um, he's on the injured reserve. That means it is Gardner Minshew time in Jacksonville against the Jaguars. Going to be interesting to see you know, some Minshew magic maybe against the Jaguars. Hopefully not too much magic. But you will see Gardner Minshew out there as the Colts starting quarterback. Both of these teams are 3-2. and two. They're tied at the top of the division. Technically, the Jaguars are in first place right now because of the um, head-to-head. Obviously, the Jaguars beating them earlier in the year. The Jaguars are favored by four in this one. It's going to be a fun one. 1 p.m. at the bank on Sunday. Let's get into it. We'll start with the Jaguars offense versus the Colts defense in this one. Uh, I think the biggest question here offensively injury-wise is will Walker Little play for the Jaguars? Still seems like a bit of a long shot in my opinion. Has a little MCL sprain issue that he's dealing with. If he's unable to go, uh, Tyler Shatley will be in there at left guard. But Walker Little in my opinion, he's been the Jaguars' best offensive lineman so far this year, so you want to have him out there, whether it's at left tackle or left guard, which, of course, at this point with Cam Robinson back, it will be at left guard, but um, you're hoping he can get back soon, obviously. Now, Tyler Shatley, admirable backup, a guy that can get in there, get the job done for you. He's been in this league a long time. He's played against the Colts for a long time, so a guy that I think you can feel okay with having in the starting lineup but something to monitor for sure. Cam Robinson, I mentioned he's back at left tackle. He had an elbow injury that he had to miss some of the uh, game last week against the Bills, but he came back in. Um, he'll be good to go in this one, according to Doug Peterson, so no worries at left tackle there for him. The rest of the offensive line is intact. Zay Jones, Jaguars wide receiver, he played some last week 
amazing grab in the end zone to get some points on the board early for the Jaguars, but he's still dealing with a knee injury. He's day-to-day. So we're not seeing if we'll see Zay Jones out there this weekend or not either. Uh, But the Jaguars offense, it's really starting to hit its stride, improving on third down some, getting a little bit more verticality in the passing game last week. Calvin Ridley starting to settle in, coming off his biggest performance as a Jaguar so far. Trevor Lawrence is playing so damn good, right? You know, like thrown with anticipation, playmaking, making big time throws down the field. If there's one thing he's doing that you want to see improve a little bit, maybe getting through his reads too quickly, playing a little bit too sped up. And I think that has uh, a good deal to do with the protection that he's received so far this year, which has not been great to say the least, Uh, but he's playing unbelievable football. Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram are both playing really well in their roles in this offense. I think the chemistry, the connection from 2022 has certainly carried over to 2023 for those guys and Trevor Lawrence. Travis Etienne, he is on a tear right now. He's on pace for over 1,800 total yards for the Jaguars in 2023. You're seeing speed. You're seeing contact balance, elusiveness. He is finding different ways to make people miss, to break tackles, to gain yardage for the Jaguars. And he's also been very good as a receiver out of the backfield and improved in pass protection as well. So Travis Etienne playing at an extremely high level for the Jaguars. The Colts defense, we know what they do. Gus Bradley, he runs a lot of cover three. Uh, They try to win with four rushers more often than not. You have been seeing a little uptick in the amount of blitzes that you've seen from Gus Bradley. You have seen a little bit more creativity from them on the back end in terms of their ability to, uh, to game plan and switch what they're doing. Um, defensively, you know, they've run a little bit more man coverage than they normally do. So Gus Bradley, maybe a Tiger can change their stripes, but overall he's still going to be Gus Bradley. Um, So uh, unless they come out with a shocking game plan, you're going to see a lot of cover three. You're going to see a lot of zone. You're going to see a lot of them trying to win up front with a four-man rush. Um, We'll see how that plays out. Trevor Lawrence has been really good against that so far in his career, but they have a really talented defensive front. I mean, DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart, awesome interior duo. Pay, Samson Ebukam, Odiangbo, Jacob Martin, Taekwon Lewis. Like These guys up front are really good, and yeah, they have Taven Bryan as well uh, back into that depth chart up front. Their linebackers are awesome too when you talk about Zaire Franklin, Shaq Leonard, EJ Speed, really good linebacker play for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, But the secondary, still lacking an experience department for sure at cornerback. I don't know how they consistently stop the Jaguars passing offense, quite frankly. I think that they've had some more success in recent weeks against less potent passing offenses than the Jaguars. Um, But, excuse me, I just don't really see it happening for the Colts this weekend consistently. Uh, We'll see how it plays out. But for me, this is a group that is improving but I just do not see them slowing down the Jaguars um, on the back end. Obviously, Luke Fortner and Tyler Shatley, they're going to have a big job in this one, trying to slow down DeForest Buckner, trying to slow down Grover Stewart and the rest of those guys on the interior of the defensive line. But I still think it's a major advantage when you look at the totality of the matchup between the Jaguars offense versus the Colts defense. I think it's a big-time advantage Jaguars against the Colts defense, which, again, Good group up front, really good front seven. I just don't really buy the secondary right now. I think that, you know, Julian Blackman and Kenny Moore, these guys can play. Obviously, we've seen them make plays in this league. We've seen them have some good games this year, but I don't believe in what they have at cornerback right now. 
Like, could these young guys end up being something, you know, down the road? Absolutely. But right now, I think the Jaguars have a major advantage there. And you look at the Jaguars' defense versus the Colts' offense. Again, Gardner Minshew throwing the ball. He's usually going to be try, try to be accurate, throw the ball short, get it out quickly, and occasionally pull off some Minshew magic. But the same game plan – excuse me, not the same game plan that you would have against Anthony Richardson, a guy that is going to run the ball a ton, a guy that's going to do a lot with his legs, a guy that has a huge howitzer for an arm that can really push the ball down the field. Pretty different game plan when you're talking about preparing for Gardner Minshew versus Anthony Richardson. So it'll be different than week one because the Jaguars were preparing for Richardson that week. But the Colts, they want to run the ball. Like That's the name of the game on the offensive side of the ball for them. Their offensive line is playing a lot more how you remember uh, over the last five or so years than what you saw last year, which was a really poor offensive line. I think Quentin Nelson is playing, playing really well. Ryan Kelly obviously playing very well. They've got a good group up front, um, a tough running game. Zach Moss is really doing well for them. Jonathan Taylor is back, signed a new deal with them last week. They're a tough running game. I think they're going to be tough to stop, but the Jaguars, they have one of the very best run defense in the league. They are stopping the run at an extremely high level, and uh, I think that a lot of that has to do with their talent up front. A lot of it has to do with the linebacker play as well, and then Mike Caldwell, he's been scheming it up. I mean, not just against the pass, but against the run as well. You've seen some really impressive looks that that were able to combat what offenses are trying to do in the running game. Um, What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? We're going to find out this weekend, right? Jaguars run defense versus the Colts rushing attack should be a really good matchup. It's definitely a good matchup on paper. But getting back to the passing game, I love their rookie slot receiver, Josh Downs. Such a good player, a guy that I I really had very highly ranked in this draft class, and I think he's starting to show why. Michael Pittman, an incredibly reliable receiver. Pierce is still trying to get it together uh, as a downfield threat, but they've got quality receivers. They've got tight ends that can give the Jaguars trouble. We've seen that in the past. Uh, Their OL, I mentioned, they've been playing well. They really have. But starting right tackle, Braden Smith, he has multiple injuries that he's trying to work back from. If he can't go, I think you're looking at Blake Freeland, rookie, at right tackle, and Will Fries at right guard. I think that is a matchup you can potentially take advantage of if you're the Jaguars on the right side of the offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think that they should absolutely be trying to um, create some matchups on that side, trying to create some advantages and get some pressure and uh, just use their talent, their ability against maybe some, perhaps you know a rookie right tackle and Will Fries, who is probably the weakest link in their starting lineup at offensive line. Uh, Josh Allen, he's been eating against the Colts he's been eating against everyone this year but throughout the last few years against the Colts he has been really good uh, Trayvon Walker is starting to make some plays they should be able to get after Minshew on the right side of that offensive line in my opinion for me you stop the run you stop the Colts I think that's that's as simple as it gets right this week the Colts yes Gardner Minshew can make some throws yes Josh Downs Michael Pittman these guys are playing well they have tight ends they can get the ball to as well but for me I think it's very simple. I don't think that it's a complicated game plan here for the Jaguars defense. If you stop the run, stop Zach Moss, stop Jonathan Taylor, uh, play sound football, tackle when you get to the ball, I think you're going to be just fine. You're expecting Devin Lloyd back this week. He had the thumb injury, missed 
all of the London trip, but he's back for the Jaguars. I expect to see a lot of base defense. So I think you could see some Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma on the field at the same time with Foye Luke. And again, trying to stop that run, rushing attack, excuse me, for the Indianapolis Colts. Overall, you know, I mentioned this before. I think Trevor Lawrence, he has been so, so money against Gus Bradley defenses. The passing game is really starting to click. ETN is running it super well. The defense has been excellent. This is a game the Jaguars should win against a backup quarterback in this league with a with a roster around him that has talent, but not elite talent. Now, Shane Steichen is getting the most out of that talent right now, in my opinion, as, as evidenced by their 3-2 and two record, but I think the Jaguars should win this game. You're trying to get to 4-2, and 2-1 two, two and one in the division. You really want this one. It's not a must win, but every division game is big, and this game will determine who will be in first place after week six. So you want to stay on top of the division, right? The Jaguars are 0-2 in Jacksonville this year. Unacceptable. You do not want a three-game losing streak in front of your hometown fans. You got to get it done out there for Trevor Lawrence and this offense and the defense as well. Coaching staff, everybody involved. You got to go out there and get it done against a Colts team that has not beaten you in your house since 2014. Go get a win. Get off the snide at home, right? I think that it's as simple as that. Bold predictions and keys to victory will come later this week. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, follow Generation Jag or at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube, notification bell so you don't miss a show. If you want to support the channel further, you can check out genjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.